We cry to the Lord who counts and collects our tears. Be with us now in our grief and our pain and our anxiety. Our bodies and spirits cry out. Speak to us, O Lord. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Comfort. Comfort my people, says your God, writes Isaiah. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her hard service has been completed and her sin has been paid for. That she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice of one calling. In the desert, prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight in the wilderness a highway for our God. Every valley shall be raised up. Every mountain and hill made low. The rough ground shall become level. The rugged places a plain. And the glory of the Lord will be revealed. And all mankind together will see it. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. My friends, here's God's word for your life right now. If you're in pain this Advent season, God is here to comfort you. Perhaps you're in grief over the loss of a loved one. Perhaps this was not the kind of year financially you had expected. It could be the economy. We live in a prosperous country, but not everyone shares equally in it, and that can be particularly painful this time of year. It's tough not to be able to do for our children all the things we would like to do. Of course, some people can't even put food on the table. Or perhaps you received a bad medical prognosis for yourself or someone in your family. Perhaps your marriage is coming apart. What an awful season to deal with family problems. Whatever your heartbreak this day, God wants to offer you his comfort. Advent says, first of all, that God cares about a broken world. Isaiah was speaking to a broken nation. Much of the nation of Israel had been carried away into exile. They longed to return to their homeland. Isaiah assures them that God hasn't forgotten them nor forsaken them. Their suffering is almost over. God will build a vast highway over which they can travel through the wilderness from Babylon back to their home, the promised land. The promised land. In the New Testament, John the Baptist cries that soon God will build an even more important highway linking humanity to God. The message is the same. God cares about a broken world. God cares about broken people. 
Brian Abel Reagan's father used to tell him a story every Christmas when he was growing up. It was about a little boy who was very poor. His widowed mother struggled to make ends meet. The little boy had only one toy, a sad little car that was in awful condition. It had only one window and two wheels, and the roof had been smashed in. But the boy loved that car. It was almost Christmas, and the boy knew there would be no presents. But he was excited anyway. It was the first year he would be allowed to go to Midnight Mass on Christmas Eve. It was the first year, and he just couldn't wait. He knew that before Mass began, people brought gifts. They brought gifts to the Christ child. He had been told the gifts were magnificent jeweled chalices for the altar, new clothes for poor children like himself, and envelopes full of money. The little boy wanted very much to give the Christ child a present. And so he set out to earn enough money before Christmas to to do just that. On the afternoon of Christmas Eve, he sat at the kitchen table counting out what he had earned. He had enough money to buy a fine present for the Christ child. But before he could put the money back in his pocket, his mother returned home. Oh, son, she said, what a good boy you are. Now we can have a real Christmas dinner. And she scooped up the money and hurried off to the market before it closed. The little boy was heartbroken. What was he going to do now? Well, you've all probably guessed it by now. On his dresser, he saw his broken toy car. He knew it was the only thing he had to give the Christ child. So he put the car in his pocket and he set off for Mass. When he arrived, the church was filling up. He walked timidly to the manger scene, which was set before one of the side altars. Magnificent gifts were already piled up before the Christ child. The little boy laid his broken car amid all the treasures. He squeezed into a pew close by just as the organ began playing the prelude. About this time, one of the ushers took a last look at the manger scene to see if everything was in place. Suddenly, he spied the car. Who would leave such a piece of trash like this at our Lord's crib? He said loudly enough for the boy to hear. The usher picked up the toy car and he threw it across the church. The little boy was crushed. There was no time for him to retrieve his gift. The organ was playing and the procession had begun. Then suddenly, 
everything came to a dead stop. To the amazement of everyone present, the baby in the manger came to life and crawled across the stone floor. He crawled until he reached the broken car. Then carefully he tucked it under his arm and crawled back up to the manger. By this time, all the people had fallen to their knees. At this point, the priest stood and approached the manger. There, just as before, was a plaster child with a halo. And now he smiled, and his arms were folded tight around the car. Brian Abel Reagan remembers hearing his father tell the story and he resented it. He didn't like his father. His father had problems with alcohol. The song, Please Daddy, Don't Get Drunk on This Christmas, could have been written for him. When his father wasn't passed out drunk, he was a foul-mouthed terror. As I think of my father's Christmas story now, says the grown-up Reagan, I realize I cast him in the wrong role. My father wasn't the good little boy that gave up his last plaything to the Lord. My father was the smashed car. He was a wreck. But despite or because of all this, he clearly longed to be cradled in the Savior's arm, to have Christ still seek him after he had been rejected by everyone else. Here's why we call the story of Jesus good news. God cares about a broken world. God cares about broken people. That's what Advent and Christmas are all about. Comfort. Comfort my people, says your God. Friends, God has walked in your shoes. God knows your pain. This is the gospel. This is the good news. God cares about a broken world. Jesus came into our world to identify with the world's suffering. And this brings us to the last thing to be said. The manger of Bethlehem is as much a part of the Christian faith as the cross of Calvary. I love the way Isaiah says it in verse 9. You who bring good tidings to Zion, go up, go up on a high mountain. You also bring good tidings, who bring good tidings to Jerusalem, lift up your voice with a shout. Lift it up. Do not be afraid. Say to the towns of Judah, here is your God. 
Here is your God, my friends. A helpless babe in the manger of Bethlehem. Here is God, baptized by John in the River Jordan. Here is your God teaching and healing beside the Sea of Galilee. Here is your God hanging on the cross of Calvary, making the ultimate sacrifice to show his love for a sick and dying world. I don't know about shouting. Should we be shouting in the sanctuary? I, you know, don't we get after the kids for shouting? But I like what Isaiah prescribes, but it reminds me, it reminds me of a, a, a gospel spiritual. You remember that old spiritual, amen? Amen. This is who God is. And when the preacher tells the story of Jesus, the congregation saying, amen, amen. This is who God is. In the words of Isaiah, he tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms, and he carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. Here, here is our God. God cares about a broken world. Jesus came into the world to identify with our sufferings. The manger of Bethlehem is just as important to our faith as the cross of Calvary. Look in the manger of Bethlehem, whatever you may need. Here, here is your God. Let us pray. The days are short. The nights are long. Lord, your universe mirrors the reality of our hearts, revealing your gracious spirit that mourns with us in grief, cries with us in sorrow, sits with us in despair. You are not a distant God, removed from human pain, but a faithful companion, closer to us than our tears. Help us feel your presence now as we remember and reflect, seeking your healing touch and the hope that was promised and delivered in Jesus, your Son. In the great name of Jesus, we pray.